0: Kids, welcome to episode 53, count them, 53, you'd honestly think that we'd got the hang of this by now, but no, um, of Piercing the Veil, with me, Robin Pierce, me, Stephen Pierce,
1: and me, Tiff.
0: Yes, it's the return of the princess of Piercing the Veil, Tiff. We told you she'd be back, and she is. And tonight we were going to do this as a Jubilee special until I realised that while the rest of the United Kingdom is celebrating the wealth and privilege of a pensioner, this is probably the one show you can listen to where the only royal family we'll be talking about comes from the planet Alderan. Which brings me neatly to Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Now, Tiff, mm-hmm. you haven't watched it yet? No. Are you going to watch it?
2: Yeah.
0: Have you watched The Mandalorian? Yeah, I watched Have you Mandalorian
1: wa- ages ago.
0: Okay. Have you watched The Book of Boba Fett? No. I
1: haven't watched
0: that. Oh, dear. Oh okay. Dear. Are know. you going to? Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Steve, Book of... Boba Fett was good and getting back to what we're talking about (laughs) the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi scale of 10 first 3 episodes easy 10 it is easily a 10 see I've said this on the show before I think that Disney Plus serve the Star Wars universe far better than they do the Marvel universe Um, in terms of the production value in terms of where the TV series the event series fit within the film's continuity filling in gaps of what's happening between the films um, I'd say they are definitely three for three I'm not counting um, stuff like the Clone Wars which they've got the final season coming in or the Bad Bunch and um, I'm he- I'm counting here only the live action. So Obi Wan Kenobi, do you remember Tiff the events of Revenge of the Sith, Star Wars Episode Three? Uh, for the benefit of our listeners, she's looking at me blankly.
1: Yeah, but you're not telling me uh, the scene that you want me to remember.
0: I said, do you remember the film? Yeah. Right. Do you remember what happened in the film? Just tell me. Okay. It's the last of the prequels. Okay. Um, the order is given, Order 66, to kill out all of the Jedi. It's the final conflict between, between the the Separatists and the Empire.
2: Hmm.
0: And it all finishes off with Yoda going into hiding on the planet Dagobah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And Obi-Wan Kenobi going to Tatooine. Um, the 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 Queen Amidala's uh, two twins are separated.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One goes to the planet Alderaan, mm-hmm. the princess, Leia. The other becomes a farm boy on Tatooine with Obi-Wan Kenobi within range keeping an eye Um, so this is what happens between the end of that and the beginning of episode 4 A New Hope the original Star Wars film where Luke goes off with Obi-Wan Kenobi to rescue the princess so this it fills in some gaps Mm. You have Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You have Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Um, Several other characters are introduced. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the plot, but it's something that... I'm hoping that as as the, the series goes on... It answers a big question that I had because in Revenge of the Sith, Yoda tells Kenobi that he is going to meet a familiar face Mm -hmm. on Tatooine and to learn from him. And I always thought, that's going to be Qui-Gon Jinn.
2: Mm.
0: Liam Neeson from the first film. And I'm hoping that that question gets answered. Okay um but for effects drama storyline we've met a young princess leia it's the first time we've seen the planet alderon we've got jimmy smith as her adoptive father as we've seen in the films it's it's perfect it really it's is. absolutely perfect we have the inquisitors And I think it's time for me to give the mic over to Steve so he can fill you up even more. The Inquisitors actually started out in the
3: Star Wars Fallen Order game. Which you have right here. Yeah. Which um, the best way I can describe it is that the Jedi were basically taken out with Order 66 in Revenge of the Sith, which was the order to the clones to wipe them all out then the Inquisitors basically hunt down the last other Jedi. They're like the Empire's kind of like secret police.
0: Yes. Do you remember your history, the Spanish Inquisition? People who can torture you to death to give you uh, information. Mm. They're a bit like that except clad in black leather. Okay. They're not full...
3: Full on Sith or Jedi, they can They can but they have those kind of abilities.
0: Just imagine um, Empire Gestapo with superpowers. Okay. And they are hunting down one by one the rogue Jedi. Uh, I think Darth Vader is the most vicious we have seen him. He is definitely. Um, there's a scene. In Rogue One Mm. where he appears in the corridor of a spaceship yeah and you don't know he's there until the red lightsaber
2: oh yeah
0: and he just slaughters everybody he sees yeah well there's a scene in Obi-Wan Kenobi where he's just striding towards the camera towards the person that he is after right i'm giving away no spoilers here and he is randomly force choking to death just people who are onlookers (laughs) as he's going on it's it's the deadliest most powerful i've seen him and i don't know that the word vicious is appropriate here because he doesn't target just one person and kill them slowly he's just randomly like you you no i don't like the look of yeah. you oh <laughs> hell with you too
2: yeah. <laughs> and
0: and that's how he's killing people um i i would we're halfway through the series now they dropped two episodes last mm. week one episode this week and there are three left okay and i can't recommend it highly enough to be honest
2: mm.
0: hot on the heels of star wars um Obi-Wan Kenobi, comes the news that there is an untitled Star Wars movie coming out next year. Set, I believe, after The Rise of Skywalker. So it's nothing to do with the Skywalkers as far as we know. And it's got the ideal director. And I believe writer, if I'm not mistaken. He, He writes and directs. Yeah. It's not the director of Wonder Woman. Hers, Rogue Squadron one is still in, in development. Mm -hmm. But before that, we're going to be seeing a film by Takita Wahiti. Now you're going to ask me, who's Takita Wahiti, Dad? Mm -hmm. Tell me, Dad. Right. Have you seen, uh, let's, let's go with a more, more obscure one first. You haven't seen Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, that's really good. No. Okay. I haven't either, so we're together on that one. You have seen Free Guy?
1: Yeah, Ryan Reynolds.
0: That's correct. Do you remember the owner of the game company?
1: Badly, yeah.
0: The the really comedic one. The the very, very entitled one. I think so. That's him. Okay. That's not the one you're gonna know him for though.
2: Okay.
0: Thor Ragnarok.
2: Yeah. Director. Ah The
0: best of the Thor films because yeah. it gave some humour to it at last. Now you know the rock monster in that.
2: Yeah.
0: Takita Wahiti.
1: Does he like to be in his own movies then? Yes.
0: He's oh. in all his own movies. Yeah.
1: Doesn't Quentin Tarantino do that? Does he do that now?
3: Not
0: all of them. He's been oh, in a few okay. of them, but not all of them.
1: Fine.
0: But I think that with his but, gift
1: oh, sorry, on par with that, yeah. Have you yes. I don't have you heard that apparently they're gonna do a CGI stan so that Stan Lee can still be in the movies?
0: No, I haven't heard that one. Where'd you hear that?
1: Oh, I can't remember where I heard it.
0: Was it a reliable source?
1: i not. It was online, obviously, but I don't know. Okay. I, I can't remember where.
0: We need to check this out. <laughs> a CGI Stan Lee.
1: Yeah, so he can carry on being in the movies. Yeah. I thought it was...
0: Pixel Celsius. But it worked.
1: Like a memorable sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Might work. No, I haven't heard that one at all. Huh. Um See, I do surprise so... you. You did indeed. So Takito Heaty is writing, I believe, and directing a Star Wars movie to be released late in 2023. With his usual flair for humour and drama and special effects, my hopes have just gone up through the roof.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, Which brings us to... Have you seen the trailer for Love and Thor, Love and Thunder, directed by, believe it or not, Takito Hiti.
1: No, I haven't.
0: Stephen?
3: I, I really liked it. it. It's the first Marvel film since Spider-Man that I'm
0: looking forward to. I tend not to look forward to the Thor ones because the Kenneth Branagh one, I thought, was a bit weighty. Um... I, it, it took the Eternals to convince me that Thor, the Dark World, wasn't the worst one they made.
3: I, I've had, as I've said in a previous podcast, I've had difficulty with Marvel films since Spider-Man. They, they just Which Spider-Man?
0: The last the Spider-Man.
1: I watched Morbius not long ago and I didn't think it was that bad.
0: I like Morbius. I quite like Morbius, I yes. I... This is the unpopular opinion. I think that Marvel movies are in a post-COVID slump, that they yeah. don't really know where to go now, because we were going inexorably towards an end yeah. with the previous ones. They built it up, and we were gathering momentum to that final showdown, and now it's like, oh, what are we going to do now? Single films, oh, okay, Are they not going to be joined, oh, okay, no, they're going to be joined, oh, okay, uh, They're yeah, they're just kind of just yeah. a floundering yeah. at the moment. But
1: the thing is, this might be an unpopular opinion, yeah, but I don't understand why Star Wars, why are they always going, right, we're going to release this film, and it's in between these two movies, and then we're going to release this film, and it's going to be in between another lot of movies, and I find it hard to keep up with them.
0: Right, it's not as complicated as it seems, because Rogue One fits in. Well, it has to be after Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but there's too many, there's too many different singular films, and then you've got the TV yeah, shows. Yeah, but the single films. The there's only animation. two of them. Animation. Yeah, but it's hard to keep up with them now.
0: Again, there's only two of them.
1: It's hard to keep up.
0: Both of them happen before Episode Four. And after episode three?
1: Still had keep it.
0: Oh, you don't even need to watch Solo, but it's a good film. Have you seen Solo? No.
1: You just told me I didn't need to watch it, so...
0: You haven't seen Solo? No. I thought you had Solo.
1: I do. Just haven't watched it yet.
0: What's your excuse?
1: You told me I don't need to watch it. Only
0: just now. <laughs> and once again, Tiff's laugh has put us <laughs> off the dial. Um, Solo came out anyway. a couple of years ago it's a good movie it's a heist movie
1: you just don't need to watch it
0: yeah there's, there's no ongoing continuity to it ok we I mean, don't need to watch Rogue One between episodes 3 and 4 but it's great if you do
1: I have watched Rogue One though
0: ok can 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 I prevail upon you to watch Solo before we do the next episode? Mm,
1: that's a month away.
0: That is a month away. Yes, that's twenty-eight free evenings, other than Saturday when you're out for a night with the girls. Which is incidentally why we're recording this now.
1: I'll try my best.
0: We will be checking.
1: I'll try
0: my best. I, I'm actually going to put that in my diary. I'll try my best. Okay. I'm
1: not promising anything. It's have a very busy schedule.
0: Doing what? You're a, you're you're a podcast star because we we can be found on Google, you know. Mm-hmm. Podcasts. I said Tiff Solo. a question mark. Right then, carrying right on, as we always do, we've got a feature to do in a few minutes. But talking of uh, Love and Thunder trailer, there's a big revelation, which the whole world knows about now.
1: But sometimes I feel like, especially Marvel... They give a lot away in that trailers.
0: The
3: only one they Aha. didn't was Doctor Strange because that is not the movie they That advertised. led us
0: down completely the wrong path.
2: Yeah.
0: And I wanted the movie that the path led us down. Yeah, the movie we got was okay. It was okay. It was okay. It's not the worst they've made. Yeah. It was it's it's quite entertaining. I, I, I will watch it again, of course. Um but it, 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 it's 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 it didn't have the wow factor
3: i think my main problem with the whole marvel thing is i like the idea of this giant connected universe but by the same token i'd rather just have you know what i fancy say civil war tonight for example yeah. and not have to watch every other movie to get the full story
0: yeah mm. yeah because you can't you know drop straight into a movie Unless you're a Marvel fan, you've seen them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, they work better if you watch all of them um, in whatever order you want. If you start with Iron Man, it's fine. If you want to start with Captain America, First Avenger, that also yeah, but is fine. But should you
1: start
2: with the very first one?
0: Iron Man. Yeah. Yes. But there are some people who say, well, you know, he was the first Avenger, but then again, you're not going to know who Nick Fury is because he doesn't introduce himself until Iron Man yeah um okay moving right along uh you have said that they give too much away in trailers
2: Mm.
0: right avatar has a trailer Avatar avatar 2 i
1: watched avatar 2
0: you've watched that trailer yeah okay I
1: tend to watch the trailers that whoever sends them yeah. to me. Because so they don't get sent to me, I just don't go looking for them.
0: And yet you managed to find the rumour that there's going to be a CGI Stan Lee. Yeah. Alrighty. I, think I
1: might be on Instagram because I follow Stan Lee. I don't know. Um. I don't think a tattoo got um, much away
0: though. No, Avatar 2. No, no, was... wait, wait, wait a minute. You follow Stan Lee on Instagram?
1: Yeah, before he died. But he's dead. Before he died, and I just haven't... I'm not going to unfollow him because he died.
3: He's still got accounts on all social media. Yeah.
1: His people look after him.
0: Are you guys going to look after mine when I kick?
1: Can you tell me your password?
0: I'll leave you my password in my will. Okay, fine. Because I don't want you putting all sorts of random crap on my social media feeds now just because you my <laughs> right, dad. I, I, I love Tiffany more than I love anybody else in the world. <laughs> Take it down, Tiffany. No, I've changed your password. <laughs> um right. Avatar two gave nothing away. Just those blue no, people yeah. again and some water.
2: Yeah.
3: It's what I wanna
0: see, but I kind of feel it will
1: be really spectacular again.
3: Like It will be CGI
1: wise.
0: But, it's going to look great, what's the story going to be, we don't know, yeah. except that they're they're underwater, I mean the first one to me was a direct lift of Dances with Wolves things like that, where somebody enters another sort of civilization and culture and actually becomes so absorbed in it, they, they, they don't want to leave it You know, it's like that that sympathetic kind of thing. Um, So I don't think that they can do that again. But he's got a second and a third practically ready. And a fourth. Wow. Yeah, there are four of them. Wow. Here's a question for both of you. Do we need another three Avatar movies?
3: Well, it's supposed to be, what they've said, is there'll be one year it'll be Avatar at Christmas, one year it'll be Star Wars at Christmas, then there'll be another Avatar, then it will be another
0: Star Wars. Hang on, a Disney running Avatar now?
3: Yeah, because it's Fox.
0: Did not remember that it was Fox. It's been a while since I've yeah. seen it. Okay. So, are we looking forward to Avatar? Yeah. This Christmas, right?
3: It's this Christmas. It's one that... It's one of those ones where you'll, and I felt the same way with the first Avatar. Yeah. It's not one that you really look forward. And it's kind of one that you kind of and highly anticipating. It's one that when you see it, it's that's when you tend to talk about it more.
0: For me, Avatar worked. Um, Okay, the plot was familiar, but there's only a finite number of plots you can have. Um, For example, Top Gun Maverick, the mission is to run down this valley, go up a mountain, go down into the hollowed out bit of the mountain, hit a small target, get the hell out of there before the other fighters get you. So it's the Star Wars Death Star run then.
3: Yeah.
0: By 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 example. Yeah. Um I I liked it. It's one of the two most spectacular 3D movies I've seen. 3D was was new to me when when this came out. So the new real 3D process. They don't
1: do as many 3D movies No, other.
0: this happens with 3D It happened with they it in the like 50s phases. In the 80s It becomes a craze Yeah. Um, Is it the 80s
1: when you had the blue and red glasses?
0: And the 50s, and the 50s. Though I wasn't around I in the was
1: 50s Because okay. now it's not as like It's easier to watch now. It's
0: easier because you've got like sunglasses yeah. type of things um, But there's a character Walking down a corridor in Avatar And I found myself Unconsciously trying to look around the corner yeah. <laughs> like you do when yeah. you're going down a real corridor. Um, I think the worst part of the recent 3D craze was, in order for it to work properly, it they dimmed they they dimmed the the intensity of the light of the projector, and because that saved some money, movie theaters have been doing it ever since, using uh, a lower wattage on their bulbs bulbs are expensive we know mm. this so to see it in its intended you know um, contrast and glory you got to watch it on blu ray yeah i've i've said for a long time that if you're watching at home on physical media dvd gives you cinema quality blu ray gives you more it does it really does um so avatar did we answer the question of do we want another three of them? Mm-hmm.
3: But it, it depends on Avatar. It depends too. how they go. Yeah, it depends. depends how story they. It's kind we of early to, to, to say if you're looking forward to, to three down. and four.
0: Yeah. The trailer that has got my attention also is Jurassic World Dominion. It's going to be out in less than a fortnight. Wait, thank you, Yeah, fortnight. I, think yeah. I
1: did watch it. Yeah. I wrote uh, it down. You what? Classic world on my notes.
0: Oh, good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It reunites the ex, the the original cast. It's been
1: a long wait.
0: It's been a very long wait for this one. Okay, take it away.
3: It, it's this. I think has been the. I know there's a lot of hype around, like Star Wars and bring back the trilogy, but this is kind of. As big as it was to bring, like, Han those back. Yeah. For me, it, that's what this one is. Mm. You're bringing right. the original three back.
0: So when you see Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm yeah. and Ellie Sattler yeah. back in action, that's going to be your Chewie We're Home... Yeah, oh, definitely. ...chill moment. Yeah. <laughs> What would be yours tiff?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Because my favorite film of all time has been for years is Star Wars Episode 4 A New Hope or as I knew it in 1977 Star Wars. Yeah. Yours Steve is Jurassic Park. Yeah. And yours Tiff is it still Jaws? Yeah. Right
1: yeah but I don't see them being able to make another jaws
0: um we believe Steven Spielberg is under contract at Universal and he has put it in his contract as part of his contract that they can never remake jaws no. that's good that's that's good that is you're good. right
1: yeah I don't think I'd like to watch a remake of jaws.
0: I don't think I'd be comfortable, even if they took the physical shark out and put a CGI one in. I don't think I'd be happy. No. Uh, right then. So, I know you're going to watch Jurassic yeah. World Dominion. Oh, I, I know am. I'm going You are too?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Now, I have a question for you as we almost leave trailers. Did you watch that Pinocchio trailer? I sent
1: no you? no I didn't.
0: I sent her the Pinocchio trailer today. Actually two hours ago. This is my daughter. I uh, was well great
1: watching the back.
0: Okay. Um I don't like Disney live action remakes of the animated classics. I never saw a hundred and one Dalmatians. Mm. Uh, I okay. liked, actually, Alice in Wonderland because it brought something different. It was different. Done, done by Tim yes, Burton. sequel. that was indeed yes. Uh, I didn't care much. I'm sorry. I know you bought the D, the the yeah. Blu-ray. I didn't care much for Jungle Book.
2: No. No. I
0: literally could not see the point of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Because it was almost frame for frame. I did like Dumbo because again Tim it was Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah. And it brought something new. It wasn't a slavish frame for frame remake. Mm. Now this Pinocchio film. There's
1: Cinderella as well. Is it? There? And there's Mulan.
0: I haven't seen those.
1: And you've not watched Cruella?
0: No. Oh no. 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 But Cruella isn't, isn't a remake. No, it's, it's not a remake. It takes the character. It's yeah, like an it's origin, quite isn't it?
2: interesting. I like
0: that. Um, big fan of Disney movies, as you know. But this kind of thing, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I saw last night the trailer for their live-action Pinocchio movie. Um, it stars Tom Hanks. As Geppetto.
3: The only person they could really cast is Geppetto.
0: No one else would work. Now then. I see from the trailer. That it appears to be. A frame for frame remake. Only live action. Which should turn me straight off. I should be saying just a straight no. I want to see this. I really want to see this, and I believe it's debuting on Disney Plus in in September. September 3rd. I can't tell you why I want to see this, other than the look of the trailer really appealed to me, and I want to see everything that I saw in the movie, the animated movie, uh, done live action and CGI. Here's the thing. Pinocchio is my all-time favourite Disney animated movie. Both of you know this.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. When I first saw Pinocchio, way back in the 60s, when I was but a wee little nipper, it terrified the living effluence out of me. I, I I didn't like the scenes where on Pleasure Island where the, the naughty boys become donkeys. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
0: that was horrifying. Yeah. Done in shadow on a wall. But what really scared me more than anything was Monstro the Whale. Mm. I was at the old long lost and still missed Palladium in Patelli. I could not I was too terrified to even look away from the screen. <laughs> as that monstrous whale oddly enough called Monstro came rushing towards the screen I, I was frozen Yeah, <laughs> absolutely frozen and for some reason I want to see that done in a live action film please oh definitely
1: in the cinema
0: I would love to see it in the cinema <laughs> but it's going to be Disney Plus oh, Okay. so I don't know if you can even have an opinion on this because you haven't seen it
2: I can watch
1: it.
0: What about wow, you? So no, rude. no, no, the trailer, I mean.
2: So rude.
0: So rude. So, rude. Um, so, those are all of our trailers, right? Something that we've seen Top Gun, Maverick, sequel, 35, 36 years later. I was a big fan of the original film, loved the soundtrack, loved the story, loved the cinematography. You've got F-16 Fighters basically set to rock music and it's, it's, it's like an MTV music video. You've got your cheesy dialogue, your kind of mawkish love story. You've got an absolute bromance going on. How can they top that perfect 80s film? Which just epitomised... The eighties, and actually, I've never heard anybody say that they don't like that film. Huh. So, that was nineteen. Sorry, yeah, 1987, 88. It's now two thousand twenty-two. Tom Cruise is back as Pete Mitchell, Maverick, on a new mission. In a film that echoes what's gone before and hits every possible high note the mission is different i've mentioned that it owes a bit to star wars you've got a bit of bromance going on there you've got his mawkish and somewhat awkward at times romance you've got the cheesy dialogue You've got the 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 really good soundtrack. They even uh start with the the um Oh my goodness, what's it called? Danger zone music. You've got a song by Lady Gaga. What can possibly go wrong? In my opinion, nothing. It's perfect. It's exactly the crowd-pleasing Nostalgia fest that goes in new directions that people want, and it's a good, feel-good movie. If ever I'm asked, why do you go to the cinema, films like Top Gun Maverick are absolutely it. What was your take?
3: I really liked it. I thought it's very much like the first one, Um, but it was equal to the original.
0: Yes, and that doesn't often happen with a sequel. Uh, I give it a 10. Easy. Yeah. Now let's go to something that Tiff has watched. Copiously. Tiffany. Yeah. What did you think of the Johnny Depp trial?
1: Ah. I loved it. (laughs) You loved it. (laughs) It fully on, well, it, yeah, it, consumed my life out of work quite easily
0: okay go ahead
1: well I just like watching like
0: people's misery
1: well yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I don't really know what to say about it though
0: okay last time all three of us were around the microphone We discussed Will Smith and the Oscars and how his career is now probably over because of his behaviour. Now, with Johnny Depp, we haven't seen him on screen in a long time because he lost a trial in the UK um, where Amber Heard sued him. Mm having won that particular um, trial she defamed him in the washington post and wrote an inflammatory article about the abuse that she suffered and he sued her for 50 million yeah she countersued for a hundred million and they ended up in court Now, it laid bare their married life, um, which was somewhat bizarre, to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um, And it gave you a kind of a a peek behind the curtain as to what these people might be in real life. Um, There was drug abuse, there was alcohol abuse there were allegations of physical abuse now both of you how much of what we saw do you think because they're both trained actors how much of it was pure performance to be honest at the end at the end of the day
3: either way you look at it yeah, it was. I, I am really happy that Johnny Depp won. Obviously, okay. But why? Because what? Basically, from my point of view, th- it's one of those things where yeah, they went to court. It shouldn't. Have, I still don't quite get why it was as public as it was.
0: The whole thing practically was televised,
3: and. There are parts in it where you're thinking that, that this case has been. This case was pretty much over day one.
0: But she hadn't had her say at that point. No. What do you think, Tiff, as the female point of view?
1: I think that Amber Heard is like. She's. She's literally taken females in general back a few decades now
2: because of
1: that accusation and then pursuing it and pursuing it and even when it was being brought up in court and the fact that in one scene she was trying to get a hold of Johnny because she wanted a friend of him to tell him that she has filed for divorce. And then she even slipped in that bit saying she wanted to tell him before TMZ announced it. So she already leaked it to TMZ.
0: Yeah.
1: And then she like covers her mouth like she can't believe she just said it. So she's a manipulative liar and that, as you say, they're both actors, yeah? But her on the stand was actually... It was uncomfortable to watch with how awful her fake crying and that face she always pulled and... When um, Camila Vasquez, which is one of Johnny Depp's lawyers, was taking her apart, I was just. I was glad a woman was taking her apart because it. It. Uh, it empowers women again.
0: Yes. But
1: she's also taken us back a decade because of And of course,
0: the judge was female. The
1: judge was female as well, yeah. But obviously, as now, as when women do. Obviously. I've not gone through it obviously, so I don't know. I can't speak from experience, which I'm very glad to say. But I imagine that it's very hard to talk up about being in an abusive relationship. When so if a woman does come up and say something, now people are going to be like, well, you might just be lying like she, on the herd.
3: As well, it's proven that when she was apparently assaulted. That the makeup she used didn't even exist at that point. Yeah,
1: the Milan Cosmetic Company actually put out a statement saying that was not used that was not out at the time. And then when she was making a statement about covering up her bruises, she called it a bruise kit. And she went, I don't mean a bruise kit, sorry, I mean a makeup cover up palette but she was literally calling See, a it. A bruise
0: kit, kit is to make what a they call the material that they use to make a fake bruise yeah. on makeup yeah. for a fight scene in a movie.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm really glad that you said what you said um, because it's taken women years to get to the point where in a male-dominated world they can actually... Be heard if there is abuse going on. Yeah. But I, 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 I've often thought as well that the law could be a little bit more even because, in cases where people have been perhaps abused, the accuser has a right to anonymity.
2: Mm.
1: the
0: accused is named instantly, yeah. especially when he's male
1: yeah, yeah, but the thing is what I've also said was that in my opinion, and I feel like I can say this as well because I'm a woman, yeah, is that Johnny Depp got stripped from Disney, from Warner Brothers, yeah. Yeah. etc and if women want women rights and be equal now I feel that Amber Heard needs to be stripped from all her yeah DCs, oh, I think they've everything. they've cut her
0: back considerably in Aquaman 2. Not too.
1: even cut. That doesn't even make it. She yeah. needs to be out of Because the it film. has
3: been reported as well that the Fantastic Beasts film, the last one, Dumbledore, I think it's Secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah. Where Matt
0: Mickelson took Johnny Depp It failed, t- took, um, it Depp failed
3: from... as badly as it did because it didn't have Johnny Depp. Yeah. Because there's a whole different plot that's supposed to have Johnny Depp's
0: character they're supposed to be way darker than yeah. they didn't use. Mm. See, I, I, I'm with you all the way um, because she's... Amber Heard has said that, you know, this is set back, you know, uh, we're back in the dark ages where women can't talk about, out about the abuse. They can't speak up and all this. Um, that's not the judge's fault. It's not the verdict's fault. It's her Her personally by being lying and manipulative that has set women and their credibility, which they worked hard to get, back. Yeah all those years
1: but the fact that she said that with even the amount of evidence that she has given i was like you've not actually given evidence. well no they
0: called kate yeah. moss in to say that depp had pushed her downstairs and she said no he didn't
1: yeah exactly yeah. like he had so much more evidence against her but all his legal she had, team yeah, were a lot
0: more slick they were they? but yeah.
1: what she had was some pictures of him asleep and i was like well how is that abusive you know people like a nap during the day Yeah. Like how is this like You're being one brought? Of the- yeah, like how is this being brought up and well, caught? One thing the that I,
0: I noticed was as the uh, the trial's going on, of course, he's grown his hair a little bit, and he had the goatee. And I was thinking, is he trying to subliminally channel Captain Jack Sparrow as a lovable rogue? Uh. And to maybe sort of visually, without them knowing, thinking, "Ah, oh, oh, look, it's Jack Sparrow. Let him go."
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know, but
0: this will be the day that you almost yeah. framed Captain Jack Sparrow.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, obviously, when you are in, um, what do you call it when you're when you make the decision? You're part of the jury. An, um, yeah,
0: jury. There we go. We've both been there, Tiff.
1: Yeah, but. When you're faced with a lot of evidence that's thrown at you and you only go off the evidence and that's all you're allowed to do, then surely that is enough for her to understand that her evidence, there was nothing. No, she's appealing.
3: One thing I did not like on the news at all last night and it was said, I heard it around six times. Whenever you have a trial or you have a jury or anything like that, You have their verdict, and that's it. But they made a point last night about six times of saying that the jury consisted of five male and two female. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Hmm.
0: I I don't quite get what that had to do with it. The question that I have is, now that she has been proved to be a liar, Hmm. and she had these various emotional breakdowns on the dock... Uh, When she was giving evidence and her lies were basically falling apart like a house of cards. Yeah. Why has she not been basically charged with contempt of court? Yeah. And why has she not been charged... With perjury, lying she under was oath.
1: under substances whilst giving out her speech as well. There was
0: a there was snippet something. that I saw that alleged that she was taking cocaine on the stand. Yeah. But we don't know and yeah. we, we, we never but will. There
1: was something about the UK trial yeah. that she might be going to jail or could face jail time. All
0: oh, right, the one that but, she won. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay, now then. The last time when you couldn't join us, we were going to do a feature where we were going to go around the table and we were going to talk or describe the scenes in those films. The ones that made us cringe wince, and we just can't watch them.
2: Okay? Mm
0: -hmm. And we have selected five each. I have no idea what your five are, either one of you. So, basically, these are... They could be gory moments, or there could be something that just turns your stomach that you just can't look at the screen.
2: Okay.
0: Right, then. Number five. Um, I have
1: not put mine in order. I'm just going to... Okay. But,
0: yeah, I can say
1: anything.
0: Right, then. Uh, who wants to go first? Tiff.
1: Okay. So, um...
0: At number five? It was
1: it was a movie, Yes, and I couldn't actually watch the entire movie because it was turning my stomach that much, yeah. so I just turned the movie off.
0: Okay, what was it?
1: It was Human Centipede 3. Okay. They were in the, it was set in a jail. Right. And it was just yeah. enough that I I haven't seen
0: the Human Centipede movies. I but... haven't
1: watched even Human Centipede or Human Centipede 2, but for some reason... What I, made you
0: go straight for 3, then?
1: I think it was just something that was on Amazon Prime really it no. was on it was on something I turned it on because I was like well everybody's talked about human centipede let's just see what it's about and I just I could not physically stomach that at all and I turned the movie off
0: okay why what what did you see that made you go no
1: it's the whole human centipede
0: yeah scene I know you mean. in the jail so the the is this the one where they're then, grafted yeah. onto each yeah. other from mouth to? And then they yeah. feed
1: each the first one a lot of stuff, like really horrible stuff. Yeah. So then he has diarrhea. So then he eats yeah. the diarrhea, and then he has diarrhea, and then it just uh, goes round. Cool. Who would
0: make a film like that?
1: But it was done in real life, wasn't it? Wasn't there? What? Real life no. In no. No, it's not. No. Uh, not based.
0: No. On... no. no. Oh, okay. No. Ah, no. uh, Steve, number five. I think it may have been
3: Saw Three. Yeah. Possibly, where they're in one of the traps and they're trying to get one of the keys, and they have a circular saw. Oh, and they have to put hand... you've taken
0: one of oh. mine, so I'm going to make a substitute. Oh, yeah. And the circular saw goes between yeah. the webbing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see the hand just flop around. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was one of mine, but now I'm choosing my substitute, number five there's the TV adaptation of a Stephen King novel called Gerald's Game. Okay?
2: Yeah.
0: Now, the novel isn't one of his sort of best-known works. It's a couple who, at the end of the holiday season, are in their holiday home, and Gerald wants to play basically an erotic game. Okay. And he's got his wife in her underwear and she is handcuffed to the bedposts
2: okay
0: uh he won't listen to the 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 stop word yeah he carries on so she kicks him and he dies
2: okay
0: she is in this cabin by the woods there's nobody around as far as she knows She's handcuffed to a bed. Nobody can hear her. Nobody knows that she's there. Everybody else in the the cabins around have all packed up for the winter, gone home. She rubs away at the, the handcuffs as she gets more and more desperate. And there's, there's a, a, a savage dog on the loose as well, which has started to eat her husband's body. Oh, my God. And she rubs away at the wrist, you know, trying to, thinking that the the blood, if she rubs the skin away, yeah. will act kind of like a, okay. it's slippery enough, like a lubricant yeah. to slip yeah. the handcuff off. But her entire skin of her hand comes off Ooh. like a glove. Mm. And I can't watch that. Mm. Okay? Yeah. So, Gerald's Game. It's a TV movie on Amazon. Right then, number four, Tiff.
2: Uh,
1: there's it's really popular on Netflix. It's a season called Thirteen Reasons Why. And it's basically it starts off with Thirteen Reasons Why This Teenage Girl Killed Herself. Okay. And then she releases tapes and every tape is a name of one of the peop the people in the school that like pushed her to basically kill herself. Yeah. And I think it's season two, there's a scene in the boys' toilets where kind of like a jock uses um, a broomstick on against another like nerdy sort of kid. And it's, it's just, it's not nice. It really turns my stomach.
0: Yikes. Obviously, I'm it's getting a bit worried that, about what you watch. It's
1: though. obviously something that does happen because they want to make people aware of it, but yeah. it's just...
0: So this guy is raped with a broomstick? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, it's not okay, but...
1: Yeah, but it's on. really hard to watch, obviously. Yeah. But there's a lot of scenes in that that is actually really hard to watch, but they make it purposely hard to watch and purposely keep... It on a scene for longer to make you feel uncomfortable, okay prove a point so well, I'm feeling
0: uncomfortable okay. right here. I want to squirm in my seat <laughs> right then, Steve number four number four is
3: the original Texas chainsaw massacre Ooh. where Leatherface has got caught, caught I think it's the first girl, and he's putting on the meat hook. yes, you don't actually see her. ...physically put on the meat hook... Mm. ...but it's the idea that you're being put onto a meat hook alive.
2: Mm.
0: And you're killed by your own weight. I can't watch it.
2: Yeah.
0: I can't watch that one. Here's a point of trivia for you about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. There's absolutely no gore in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre... ...until the final scene where... Leatherface is chasing the last survivor and he accidentally gouges his own leg yeah. with the chainsaw. But isn't that um, chicken or something that's using? No. It, well, sort of, kind of. Um, they had no effects for that at all, n- no effects budget. So what they did, Gunnar Hansen, playing uh, Leatherface, had a steel plate wrapped around his thigh... And a plastic bag filled with beefsteak. Yeah. And that's what he cut into.
2: Oh. That's
0: why it looks so real. Right, my number four. Go back a couple of years to the pre-COVID days. A film called A Quiet Place. Where you can't make any noise because these things which have come from somewhere, have wiped out everybody, and they home in on noise. There's a family living in a rural area, on a farm. They've managed to keep themselves safe by being absolutely quiet. The woman is pregnant, which brings a whole set of problems with it. But the moment that I find really, really hard to watch is they've established that in the cellar, which they use as kind of like a home base Mm. of their house, wooden stairs going down to it, there's a nail sticking up from one of those steps. (laughs) She's walking down slowly. We know that one of these monsters, for lack of a better word, is very close by. She steps on it... And the nail goes up through her heel. Mm. And there's a little squelch. Yeah. As she as she hurriedly puts it up. But she can't make a noise. She can't make a noise. And the thought of that nail going up through the heel mm. of your foot. Yeah. Yikes. I knew it was gonna happen, but it turned my stomach. Yeah. Number three, Tiff.
1: One hundred twenty-seven hours.
0: Oh, the arm amputation. Great choice.
1: I think it's just the pure desperation of you just. Okay, wanting set to it get up. Out. Set
0: it up, James Franco. Okay, what happens? Okay,
1: so he goes on a hike, and then. It's that's a true story. Yeah, I know. That's what makes it worse. He goes on a hike and leaves everything that is that he can possibly be contactable at home, and then ends up. Does he fall and then... uh, He falls into a crevice. Yeah. And then... It's
0: trapped by his arm.
1: Yeah, so obviously he's trying desperately anything other than, obviously, what he had to do to get out. Um, Nothing's working. Obviously, you're getting hungry, you're getting tired, you're getting thirsty.
0: He hallucinates.
1: Yeah. There's no one there to help him. So he ends up just...
0: Amputating. Yeah. With a Swiss Army knife.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that why you bought me a Swiss Army knife in case I ever fall into a crevice? No,
1: I bought you a Swiss Army knife because you took your old one to the airport.
0: Accidentally. Steve. Number
3: three. Yep. A f- uh, Eli Roth film called um, Cabin, in the, uh, Cabin Fever. Oh, yeah. And basically, there's like this thing in the water that's affecting them Mm. and one of the girls has a shower and she's got this virus and she starts to scratch her skin and literally (laughs) chunks of skin come off
0: her back. Yes. Yes. I remember. Okay. Uh, My number three. Misery. Oh. James Kahn is an author. He's found by a crazy nurse. She is his number one fan, played by Kathy Bates. He tries to escape. She tells him he can't, you know, I'm going to look after you with Snowden and all this. And he's in his bed. And she makes him write a novel which brings her heroine back to life after he'd killed her in the last book, which she hated. So she makes him burn that and she keeps him prisoner. He starts being able to move around because he's been hurt in a car crash. She, his legs are badly injured.
2: Mm.
0: When she finds out that he has escaped once and moved things around a little bit, trying to find a way out she ha- she goes up she uses a sledgehammer to hobble him she crushes his ankles with a sledgehammer. Something that slave owners, I believe, used to do to slaves. Mm. And if you've ever knocked your ankle and felt that immediate nausea of pain, mm. you know, it's, it's as bad as knocking your elbow, your funny yeah. bone, isn't it? Um, that. Because there's a scene where you kind of see it from his point of view. She swings the sledgehammer... And you can actually see the ankle break and the foot go to one side.
2: Yeah.
0: Right then, number two, Tiff.
1: Um, the reservoir dogs was cutting off the ear.
0: Oh right, oh,
1: the, like carp... the ear scene.
0: Yeah, set it up for us. Mm. Give us a bit of background.
1: I can't actually remember fully what happens, but I remember. Michael so
0: Matson. Um, they've got this cop, they tie him up in the warehouse where most of the film is set. Yeah. And they're not even torturing him for information. They just cut his ear off.
1: Yeah, it's a bit bango, isn't it?
0: And then they douse him in paraffin as well, don't they? Or, or yeah, fuel. I think so. Because yeah. they're going to set him on fire. Yeah. That is a tough one to watch. I mean, if it happened to us. How would we wear glasses? Oh, we <laughs> to go for a monocle. Yeah. Steve.
3: Hostel two. Eli Roth again. Right. Um, basically, these like teenagers go on holiday to I think it's Prague. And. Um,
0: they go hostily.
3: Basically, you can pay someone, and it's like an online thing where you can do whatever you want to them. Mm.
0: In the, in, by means of torture, yeah. is that right?
3: Yeah, and literally as far as not being able to watch a specific scene in Hostel, yeah, it's more like I find it hard to watch Hostel in general.
0: Oh, because I was going to suggest we rewatch that at some point. <laughs> um, I mean, because I, I've forgotten a lot about it, other than somebody in the first one being castrated and his genitalia yeah, being fed scene. to a dog.
3: That's the scene. That's Hostel oh. too.
0: Well, why didn't you say that, then? I mean, it sounds far-fetched that somebody can advertise that, you know, I'll let you do anything to me, and that's what they want to do. <laughs> but there was a case a few years ago in Germany where a guy put a notice in a paper that he wanted to meet up with somebody that he could kill and eat.
2: Yeah.
0: Because he wanted to try cannibalism. That's not even. And somebody who was obviously in his right mind, because he was suicidal anyway, answered the ad.
2: Yeah,
0: that's not. Even... Yeah, you can kill me and eat me. That's not that's even. The remotely
3: bizarrest thing I've heard. I've heard way worse than that. I okay. I think it was. It might have been Channel Four. At one point, they were looking for someone terminally ill. Because for scientific reasons, they wanted to do a live mummification on TV.
0: Oh, God, I remember that. And didn't they do a live autopsy at one point yeah. as well? The TV broadcast was yeah. live, not yeah. the person that they were yeah. doing the autopsy on. Right, moving right along. Um, Tiffany, what is the scene in a movie that you find hardest to watch out of all of them?
1: butterfly effect it's the opening part where they capture a dog obviously they put the dog in the bag and they try and set the dog alight I just can't watch that at all
0: I've got the butterfly effect it has a few
1: scenes that are just generally hard to watch it's a great movie, great but obviously concept. there's
0: not a real dog in a real bag, you know. Yeah, They're not really setting still, a dog on fire, but you know. I felt
1: like all that was.
0: Really yeah, I, I don't like um, animal cruelty in in any way on on no. film. No. If you're gonna make a movie and you want me to watch it, don't be cruel to the animals, people. Uh, are you gonna set that up or is that it? Well, gets That's pretty much it. There's That's it. not okay. that much to... I don't remember the film that much. Is that the one where somebody's in prison at one point? I know the scene you're on about
3: because you pretty much set the entire thing up because there's yeah. not that much to really... It's okay. like the opening there's scene. There's nobody
1: really in... There's no one in prison. No, it's
0: more such. like... Do things get sort of sorted out that there's... An alternate timeline or something. It's or kind of like Time trial, isn't it? No. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. that. So I've, I've got it here somewhere, yeah, you yes. you have it here, because I
1: watched it with you yeah. first. I don't remember the with dark Ashton scene, though. Kutcher. Yes, yeah. that's
0: the one. That's the one. Watch it. Because there's a scene where um, two kids, uh, kind of, they're being coerced into making... A, a film or have their photographs yeah, taken. Yeah. with the but sort of
1: then that
0: man. kind of gets turned around yeah. or something. Um yeah, I remember it is, it. It's,
1: a gen- it's a great concept of a movie but has a lot of parts that are just hard to yeah. watch.
0: Yeah. Steve, your all time thing that you can't watch? The fly remake
3: with Brundlefly. Yes. And it's the scene where he's transforming into the fly. Yes. And he's starting to pull out his own teeth and nails.
0: Ooh. Oh, nails! Nails. You know, I thought you were going to go there for the scene where he arm wrestles somebody and gives him a compound um. fracture.
3: No, it, it it's kind of because that's more nails and teeth is more kind of. It makes you wince more.
0: Okay mine the all-time worst for me and it has been my all-time worst for 41 years nothing has ever equaled the full-on gag effect for me of raiders of the lost ark
2: Mm.
0: they're in the well of souls there are snakes everywhere Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones sees that the snakes are coming through some holes in this wall. And he thinks that's the way out because there's something behind it. Topple's a statue. Um, Karen Allen as Marion Crane runs through. There are lots of dead bodies, you know, skeletal remains there. There are snakes everywhere. And there's about a two second sequence where there's a skeleton... A skull with his mouth wide open, the jaw hanging there, and there's a constrictor coming out of the mouth mm-hmm. as if this guy is vomiting a, a large snake. And it's like, ah! Ah! There was a similar scene in uh, Halloween 3 season of The Witch. Where you know these Halloween masks are activated because they've got chips made from Stonehenge or something, and it's a it's a ca- it's a spell cast on the kids and the experimental one. This guy has like a this kid from the mouth of the mask has a rattlesnake come through. A rattlesnake's always unnerved me. Anyway, I don't know why. Thank God we don't have them in this country, but it doesn't beat. That slow crawl, the ooze.
1: It's kind of like snakes on a plane when that guy goes to have a pee. I need the snakes on the plane. See, toilet. that was
0: that that was just funny for me. Oh, it's like... because you've got this guy with a snake um, bit, biting onto his appendage, and uh, you know he's just thrashing around with this rubber snake on his <laughs> on his todger, really. Um, I think that's about it for this time. Yeah. So we will be back in four weeks and two days. I think it's the 2nd of July that we're back next time. Are you going to be back with us then, Tiff? Yeah. Are you going to be back with us then, Steve? I know I'm going to be back. Um, So let me hit our outro music if it ever kicks in. There we go. See, they think that this show is just... Thrown together. So, if you are celebrating the jubilee, do it, have fun, but be careful. Prince Andrew might be around. Uh, from me, Robin Pierce. It's good night, and me, Stephen Pierce, and me, Tess. So, until next time, stay safe, stay different. And stay weird.